All right. Um, okay, uh, I probably say this too much, but I'm a little nervous this morning. I, ho- I hope I don't offend anyone. Uh, I hope you haven't looked at the title of the sermon today. Uh, you did, you did. Okay, so a uh, um, couple hypothetical questions for you as we, as we get started here. Uh, rhetorical questions. Uh, is God a man? Is God a man? Uh, is God a woman? Uh, what, what does God look like? Does God have a beard? Uh, what, if, what if God looks like this? Carl? Not like Carl. Not <laughs> Carl Slide. Carl Slide. I'm trusting God doesn't look like Carl. Uh, anyone know where this picture is from? Yeah, The Shack. This is a, the new movie that just came out based on the best-selling book, right? This is the... Uh, the idea in the book is that uh, it's, a meta- it's a metaphor, but God is a black woman in, in the shack. And uh, it's kind of meant to mess with us a little bit, and it most certainly does. Uh, uh, there's, a, there's a line in the, in the book where the God figure, this, this God figure is uh, saying to the main character, he says this, uh, I, I am neither male nor female. Even though both genders are derived from my nature, if I choose to appear to you as a man or woman, it is because I love you. For me to appear to you as a woman and suggest you call me Papa is simply to mix metaphors, to help you keep from falling so easily back into your religious condition. Uh, Just meant to kind of mess with us. Uh, Now, if I took a poll this morning, I would guess that most of us would be more than comfortable declaring that God is neither male nor female. You can, you can take that down here for a moment, Carl. Uh, I, I would guess, it, you know, if, we were, if I asked you point blank, is, is God a man or a woman, most of us would say neither, right? God's not, a, God's not a man nor a woman. Yet, if you're like me, when you think about God, you probably picture a man, Right? Uh, if you're like me, uh, hopefully you're not in lots of ways, but if you're like me, you probably picture a man. Maybe that's partly because Scripture uses mostly male imagery and mostly male descriptions of God. Maybe it's partly because of my bias as a man. Maybe it's partly because of my social conditioning. But for whatever reason, or for whatever slew of reasons, when I think about God, I think about a man with a white beard and, you know, sitting on a cloud or something. We have these kind of ideas, yet Scripture has tons of images and descriptions of God that are prototypically female. Tons and tons. Not the majority, not, not even close, and yet there are tons of images and descriptions of God that are kind of stereotypically female. So I, I just want to spend a few minutes this morning... Uh, examining the idea that maybe, just maybe, God is more complex and multifaceted than we usually treat God. Is that okay? Uh, so a disclaimer as we begin, which is probably uh, due. So of course, I am being tongue-in-cheek with my sermon title this morning. 
Uh, of course I am. I hope, I hope you know that. Uh, I'm piquing your curiosity, maybe even ruffling your feathers a little bit. That's okay. I, I think I got tenure last week, so I, I'm, I, bought myself, I bought myself some credit. So I already spent a few of those uh, this week. Uh, of course I'm being coy. I'm being tongue-in-cheek. Uh, I'm really, this morning, I'm not trying to make any definitive theological declarations. I promise you I'm not... This is not some sort of loaded political sermon. I'm not, I'm not specifically fighting for human rights this morning through, or for women's rights this morning through my sermon. Uh, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just not. I'm simply trying to speak from my experience, trying to encourage our incredible women, and to see if there's anything that we can learn about God from them. All right, so that's, that's kind of my aim this morning. So a few thoughts to get us started here. First thing I would say is that God is spirit, right? We read in John 4.24 uh, that God is spirit and God's worshipers must worship in the spirit and in the truth. Uh, so right out of the gate, God is spirit. God is not human. God does not have a body, doesn't, sit, doesn't literally sit on a throne the way that you and I will sit on our couches this evening. God is not human. God is not bodily. God does not have the biological makeup of a human. Can we all just kind of agree on that? Even though we tend, we tend to kind of uh, anthropomorphize, how, however you would say that, we try to kind of humanize God, we would all be able to agree, yeah, God, God's not a human. God is spirit. Uh, and certainly doesn't have the, bio, the biology of either male or female. I won't go into any more detail there. God is neither male nor female. Those are human biological words, but God is neither biological nor human, Uh, which means I am not arguing this morning that God is female. I I am not. In, In fact, I'm really not arguing anything, or at least nothing controversial or deeply theological. So fear not. Rest easy this morning. My point, here's my point this morning, is that women, including mothers, are awesome. Women, including mothers, are awesome. You, women specifically, are awesome. And the reason for that is that in your awesomeness, you are tapping into the characteristics and actions that are central to the heart of God. I, I really, I believe, I believe, I know you all fairly well, uh, especially you women, as I look around the sanctuary, and you are incredible. And, and I think scripture is clear that what makes you incredible, the reason for that is because in your incredibleness, you are tapping into what is core to God. You are tapping into godliness in your amazingness. Uh, You are being godly. Uh, We've discussed that God is not a woman, biologically speaking. Uh, So I'm I'm obviously being coy this morning. but, But God most certainly possesses some characteristics and performs some actions that we would generally categorize as feminine. God is most certainly feminine at times uh, and masculine at times. 
but most certainly feminine. John Piper, who I wouldn't have expected to say something like this, ironically, he says, everything created in woman that sets her off from man comes from God and reflects something of God. She was modeled after God, created in the image of God. Uh, I love that. Uh, So while scripture usually speaks of God using masculine pronouns and imagery, the Bible is laced with verses and passages and images about how godliness involves womanliness. They are connected. So I want to take just a few moments here moving forward uh, to walk through a few of the descriptions of God where God is awesome in God's femininity and how these images and passages resonate with me because of the incredible women in our church and in my life. All right, that sound okay? All right, so the women in my life... uh, There's all sorts of characteristics that come to mind. But man, some of the women in my life are so incredible. I would describe them as persistent and kind and honest, uh, which are all attributes of God throughout Scripture. Uh, I would describe them as strong. Uh, Like in Isaiah 42, 14, it says this, For a long time I have kept silent. I have been quiet and held back back myself. Uh, But now, like a woman in childbirth, I cry out, I gasp. And pant. How stinking strong are women? Women, it's incredible. Having having been witness to two births at this point, I've witnessed the strength of women uh, in the midst of uh, of childbirth. Uh, it's incredible. I can't even begin to imagine the pain, the agony, uh, and in that strength, women are tapping into something that is at the core of who God is. Uh, I would describe the women in my life as wise. Uh, and, and I think about the book of Proverbs when it comes to wisdom. Right? Proverbs personifies wisdom itself as a woman. Like in Proverbs 1, 20 and 21, uh, out in the open wisdom calls aloud. She raises her voice in the public square. On top of the wall, she cries out. At the city gate, she makes her speech. And then this is essentially what she makes a speech about in Proverbs 3. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, those who hold fast will be blessed. Beautiful. How many of us have been witness to the wisdom of woman? It's incredible. It's incredible. Even, even if we don't always appreciate it, how many of us men have been witness to the wisdom of women, even if we don't always appreciate it and had to be reminded that wisdom was right and we were wrong? Uh, we've all known that too, too often, and, and yet uh, women are so wise And I think it's because God is wise, and they are tapping into the wisdom of God. Uh, I would describe the women in my life as being compassionate. 
Uh, in Isaiah 49, it says, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. As a mother tenderly and compassionately cares for her child, so God cares for us. And I praise God that we have this humanly example of compassion in our women that we might better understand God's compassion. I see it all over the place in all the women that I know. Uh, But there are two examples of God's feminine character uh, in Scripture that I really love. Uh, So so first, uh, the, the, the women that I know are courageous and protective. The women I know are courageous and protective, just like God. Uh, There's all sorts of imagery throughout Scripture about God sheltering us under the protection of God's wings. It's this motherly, it's this beautiful womanly uh, image of strength and protection and courage. And we see it all over the place. We see it in Ruth 2 and in Psalm 17 and in Psalm 91. And then Jesus himself has this kind of twist on the idea in Matthew 23 as he enters Jerusalem for the very last time. Uh, uh, he says this, he says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those who sent, uh, those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings and you were not willing. So even Jesus has this feminine quality to him that he's strong and courageous and protective. Uh, it's it's a same, the same idea shows up just a little bit differently in Hosea chapter 13. Uh, where it says, like a bear robbed of her cubs, I will attack them and rip them open. Like a lion, I will devour them. A wild animal will tear them apart. So it's a metaphor that we in Montana understand well, right? We get this. The, the mother bear that would do anything to protect her cubs. Uh, and... and how many of us know women, know mothers that are like that and, and who exude this godly behavior in the way that they are courageous and, and protective, that they would do anything to protect the vulnerable. And, and it's not just mothers. We were, uh, we were talking just the other day with, with a friend of ours, a, a deacon over at St. James Episcopal. Uh, her name is Connie, and she's a... Uh, She's the kind of the, the leading voice in starting this uh, organization called uh, Housing First that's trying to get, they're trying to get housing for homeless people here in our city. Uh, and, and she, man, when you hear her speak, she has this voice where she just speaks up for the vulnerable and she loves them and cares for them and she would do anything to protect them to the point where she's busting her butt to get this new ministry going, uh, this new organization going that's going to provide uh, housing and shelter for those who are really, really vulnerable uh, here in Bozeman. And I found myself thinking about Connie when I was thinking about these verses that, man, she's like... She's like a mother bear that would do anything to protect the vulnerable. And I love the passion in her voice when she's speaking about that. Uh, There's so much to learn about courageous protection from the women that are in our midst. 
So that's the first thing I would say. Is, uh, the, the women I know are courageous and protective. The second thing uh, is that the women in my life are life-giving. The women in my life are life-giving, just like God. Now there's a couple ways to think about this concept. Uh, a couple different uh, people to be thankful for around this, this concept. The first uh, is the role and the function of a midwife. Scripture talks about God as a midwife in lots and lots of ways. Uh, and as, as someone who, whose kids have been born using midwifery, uh, I know the value in that role and I know the value in that metaphor. Uh, we, we see maybe most prominently this, this theme in, in the book of Psalms, chapter 22, where it says, From birth I was cast on you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. So for thousands of years, women have been practicing the art of midwifery, ushering new life into the world, and they are deeply connected to the heart of God in these actions. And I see women, whether they're midwives or not, all the time ushering in new life in a really, really beautiful way. Uh, and it's so encouraging. And, and then the second way that, this, uh, that, that women bring new life into the world is literally through the function of mothers. So, so at this point, I'm speaking to mothers, and I'm just thanking you for bearing life into the world. Women literally bring life into the world, which is such an incredible gift to the world. Heck, Mary even brought God into the world, which is a, a theological idea called the Theotokos. Mary was the God-bearer. She, she bore God into the world, and I think that women continue to do that each and every day through the, the way that they live, through, through their courageous, strong, tender, compassionate ways uh, of living. Uh, so point being, one of the most incredible things about women is that they bring life into the world, whether literally or figuratively. Uh, the women I know are thoughtful and kind and loving. They are strong and persistent and good. And they consistently and beautifully usher life into our world, making our world a better, more peaceful, more kind, more loving place each and every day. Uh, and they partner with God in that process. Uh, God is bringing life into the world and our women are embodying God's life-giving, life-bearing existence as they do the same. So a couple takeaways as we conclude. Two things as we wrap things up. I am thankful this morning that God is bigger than my understanding. He's God, God is bigger than my imagination. God is bigger than our images, our metaphors. I am thankful that God is neither male nor female, uh, and not just fatherly, but also motherly. Uh, and I'm thankful that God's character and actions are multifaceted. Thank God for that. Thank God that, that God is beyond my comprehension, beyond anything that I could ever imagine. Uh, thank God that, that God is bigger than all that. Thank God that we do not understand God, that God, uh, 
Thank God that there is mystery and depth to God that we will never fathom. Uh, and, and may we always be longing to understand God in new and fresh ways, even if it takes exploring some imagery and concepts that are atypical. Uh, and then secondly, I'm thankful this morning for the incredible women in our church and in my life who were created in God's image, who embody who God is, and who remind us of God's goodness. Thank you all. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for being who you are. So let's be thankful for the women in our lives today who grace us with their presence and teach us about the presence of God's goodness and grace. Uh, Let's pray together. God, I thank you so much that you are beyond our comprehension, that you are bigger than anything that we could ever imagine, that you encompass all uh, that that there is uh, in the world, that you are not just fatherly, that you also are motherly, that you are not just uh, this strong, uh, overbearing uh, 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 character, but you are tender and loving and compassionate, that you are courageous and protective, and I thank you that we see that in the women around us. I pray that we would respect them and honor them today because they give us a glimpse of who you are and how special you are. Uh, We pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, A couple of announcements as we kind of come to a close here. Uh, So on